This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. Ba-ba-ba! America! You ready to slow down? Ready to take a deep breath? Exhale? Come on, let's get into that zone. There's a lot of darkness. Yeah, the devil is working hard with the Jew-hating Democrats to destroy our country. But you know what we have? Something that God has ordained that Hollywood and left hate, and that is marriage. Man and woman come together, and we celebrate that here on our show with our world-famous marriage talk segment. Been doing it over a decade. It's the number one segment of our entire program, and I've been on the radio here 28 years, and nothing beats it. And you can find our world-famous marriage talk segment on our social media, Facebook, Sam Malone Show, marriage tip number 357, written by this man, author, marriage coach, Church Deacon Robert Kosick, he wrote Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday, Sam. I was just talking turkey with uh, with Tom, and uh, like, literally, I had to deep fry him, I had to bake him and stuff, and now I'm starving. Ain't <laughs> that the truth? When you start talking, yeah. oh, I, Denise did a bourbon turkey last year, Ooh, and wow. she, she brought it up. We were just talking. We sat on the sofa last night for two hours just talking. Wonderful. And... um she brought. We talking about Thanksgiving. She brought the bourbon turkey, and I, my mouth started to water. I know, right? Yeah, but but it's kind of like what we do with the marriage stuff too, right? <laughs> marriage said I get so excited about being married. I'm like, dude, I'm done for the day. I'm going home. <laughs> May your mouth water about your marriage the same as talking about bourbon turkey for Thanksgiving. There you go. There you go. Oh. There's a Hallmark card. There you go. Got it. All right. So America, Mr. Kosick writes our world famous marriage talk segment on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. I read it. And he comments because he's the marriage coach. So husbands and wives, uh, listen now, read it now, listen later, whatever makes you happy, but let's do it. Tip number 357, the dangers of overthinking, Mr. Kosick writes. Overthinking is when you dwell on something or replay a situation over and over in your head. That process typically leads to a distorted view of motives. An example could be your spouse says something that offended you. You then replay the conversation over and over in your head. This leads to a fabrication of their intent for saying what they said. This in turn generates unwarranted anger and or resentment towards them. And it just gets worse from there. So issues with overthinking, Mr. Kosick, you're fabricating their motive with no real basis for it. Take it away. So, so our marriage tips come from all kinds of different sources, some coaching that I do, some research that I do, all kinds of stuff that I know people are dealing with. This one is mine. I own this one. This is what I do, and I'm an introvert by nature, and so I internalize when things get out of whack in any situation. And it takes me a while to think through stuff and process stuff, and so you're, you chew on it for a while uh, before you actually go to the source and say, okay, this is what I think happened, and let's talk about that and figure out what really happened because most times I'm wrong and you think after years of of thinking about it and coming up with my own formula, I get it right. But in this particular case, you are fabricating their motive. And what I mean by that is when somebody tells you something, a story or a situation or something happens and you don't have all of the information, your brain doesn't do real well with that. So what it does is it fills in the blanks. You know, we've all done that. And unfortunately we fill in the blanks with what we think is logical about the situation which is usually way off. So if they did something, said something, or whatever, we will fill in the blanks of why they did it, what their intent was. And you always hear the saying that says, well, if they said it deep down inside, they must really mean it, right. which is not always true. Uh, so we will sit there and we'll just go over that and go over that in our head. And 
after a while, after overthinking this thing, the conversation we actually had has gotten a lot bigger, a lot longer, and a lot nastier because we filled in all these gaps and fabricated what their actual motives were for saying it. And they can get really nasty after that. Our world-famous marriage talk segment with Robert Kosick and I. Uh, number two is when you're overthinking and overplaying is you are assuming they're not remorseful, Robert Kosick. All right, so this one here, yeah, what you're doing on this one here, you're saying, well, they said it, they meant it, they're just mean people, and that's the way it is, and they don't, they, they must have been intentional about doing it, so there's no way they're sorry for doing it, uh, you know, and, and you start doing that, and that's where the resentment starts kicking in, especially if a situation happens over and over, different variations of it, and you don't ever go to them to clarify it. You're like, well, there it is again, there it is again, all right? Their motive is to hurt me. That's all they want to do is hurt me. All they want to do is get back at me, you know, uh, an eye for an eye kind of thing. And, and as you do that, you're, you're starting to really get in a dangerous zone there because you're assuming all kinds of stuff that you have absolutely no basis for at all. You've assumed it all. It's it's all fabricated. And most of the times you're wrong. Like it or not, you're wrong. People are remorseful for hurting other people. They don't want to. Right. Uh, and in the heat, heat, heat of the moment, you say stupid things. We all wish we could take stuff back, but you can't. But we can't apologize for it. And you just don't give them the opportunity to do that when you fill in all these blanks and assume they're not ever going to be remorseful for what happened. Love it. You're listening to our world-famous marriage talk segment focusing on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage, what God ordains Hollywood and the left hate Friday's bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central. The other thing about when you over, you, you like replay, 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 replay what your husband or wife <laughs> said, uh, the, number three is your misguided conclusions force them to defend themselves, Robert Kosick. When you get told you did something wrong, nobody likes that. It's embarrassing. It hurts. It, it's um, uncomfortable and whatnot. So if I did something driving down the road and I changed lanes or drifted in the lane and then decided to switch lanes and the car beeps because I didn't have my blinker on, my wife may wait, may say, did you mean to change lanes or did, were you daydreaming again? <laughs> So the chances are it's daydreaming again. But if you're attacking me, my inclination is going to be, no, 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 I, 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 no, I meant to switch lanes. I really did. <laughs> I meant to drift in, drift in front <laughs> yeah, of the I, tractor I, trailer. I, I, meant to, I meant to drive that other guy off the road. It was intentional. Uh, so when we get embarrassed, our first thought is self-preservation. And so we get back into a corner. We're going to come out fighting, and we're going to defend our actions at all costs, even though we know we're wrong. And forget about being remorseful. I'm not apologizing either because then I have to admit I'm wrong. And you just forced me to defend myself so I can't be wrong and defend my actions. It doesn't work. So you got to be really, really careful about accusing people about something that may or may not happen. Even if you were right about their action, what they said and stuff, your assumption, you put them into a corner, you can pretty much forget about an apology. Um, it, it gets bad. Robert Kosick and I do on our world-famous marriage talk segment Fridays. And then he writes the solution. The solution is the same whether you're the accuser or the one being accused. Take a few deep breaths, clear your head. After you've calmed down, simply let them know their comments made you feel, how the comments made you feel without injecting comments about how you've assumed regarding their intent. Then ask them why they said what they did. Chances are you'll get an apologetic and respectful response about without pushing them into a position where they need to defend themselves. You hope, right. Mr. Kosick. You hope. You do. You hope. But at least you're giving them the option to redeem themselves. If you come out attacking, swinging, kicking, and accusing, and there's no way. They're not backing down. But if you give them a chance to save face and say, yeah, I did mess up. And, no, I was, I was angry. Uh, I was upset. I was frustrated. I said some really stupid things. I don't really mean that. Um, at the moment, I thought I did, but I really don't. 
you're giving them that opportunity to redeem themselves. And that's the best chance you have right. of fixing that situation. If you attack, it's it's pretty much over at that point. It's just going to build on itself and get worse from there. It, no one wins in that situation, right? And everyone sleeps on the couch. So that's not good. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and, our, and then at the bottom of our world-famous marriage talk segment, Mr. Kosick writes the hot and heavy marriage tip. And the topic is no time for that. With the holidays quickly approaching, the next couple of months are going to be packed with activities, events, and visits to and from family. With that said, you may find it difficult to allocate time to each other, or maybe you find that you're just too tired at the end of the day. No real guidance for this one other than just have to be, you got to be intentional about planning and scheduling downtime to be together. If you don't, everything else will steal that time away from you. Pray, preach on that one, Mr. Kosick. <laughs> you got to make time for each other. It's so easy to lose track of time and get so caught up in all the activity. You know, you guys will be at 100 different events over the holidays, and there's something going on every night and every day. You're running, you're tired, you're buying gifts, and you're having people come over. And a lot of the things that you normally do, you can't do. Because now you have a house full of people, and they would look at you funny if you did it. So, uh, you know, you gotta you got to plan these times. you got to think through it, because if you don't, I mean, I, I tell my friends all the time, I blink my eyes and another week went by. I mean, I, it looks like just yesterday we did the last marriage segment. It's been a whole week. It just time flies by, and it gets away from you before you even know it and if you're not careful you'll go a full six weeks and never have time together and that is just that's not a good christmas gift so uh take the time slow down and schedule it i know it seems odd and kind of weird to schedule that time together but if you do you can plan the day so that you're not wiped out at the end of the day get the babysitters or whatever and say this is our time and and we're going to make this important because it is the most important aspect of your marriage bar none Amen. And during this holiday season, put a bow on it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Um, yeah, it's essential this time. It's very stressful with costs and, and family and alcohol and travel. You really got to set aside time. Good job, Mr. Cossack. Thank you. It's going to be a good couple of weeks. Um, you know, Thanksgiving with family and all that. Uh, just make sure your marriage isn't you know put to the side. Um, don't forget to open up that package, that present to each other. Amen. Put a bow on it. Give yourself to each other. Put a bow on it. And we did that years and years ago. You remember the only gift the guy wants is a red bow. Amen. Who rod? <laughs> Nothing else. America. <laughs> that brings to a close our world famous marriage talk segment uh, for this the nineteenth of bro November. Robert Kosick, great job as always. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you in two weeks. You too, sir. Have a blessed week. You got it, America. We're back in a second. Aim ten seventy. The answer. You and I. Have a God.